So understanding your own pace and your own priority is imperative when we're talking about trying to create some sort of resolution to a, a difference, a disagreement, an argument, because that's how business moves forward, isn't it? We talked about this before. Business moves forward because we have to learn in leadership how to work with and through others. You're listening to Lead Through Values, where America's Chief Culture Officer, James Mayhew, helps you create a high-performance workplace by building strong leaders, enhancing communication, and accelerating productivity. And now, here's your host, James Mayhew. Hey team, welcome back to Lead Through Values. This is James, and before we start the podcast today, I just want to give you a little bit of insight in one of the ways that I help my clients create a high performance workplace. Actually, there's there's three key areas that we jump into. First one is we improve how teams communicate and work together. The second one is we create a really strong leadership pipeline. And get this, it's with leaders who are ready to lead on day one. So they're in fr- they're ahead of the curve. They're, they don't feel like they're behind the eight ball. And the third way is helping them attract, develop, and keep great people. This is leadership. And one of the ways that we we build strong leaders is through my leadership accelerator program called Accelerate. And Accelerate gives new and emerging leaders, even veteran leaders, the essential skills and training that they'll need to lead their teams better, to lead their teams effectively. It is a very situational type of coaching for leaders to build confidence in themselves, um, and others to improve how they listen and communicate as well as gain the respect and trust of their teams. Now, if you'd like to learn how to get plugged in and maybe you want to register for the next open session or you're interested maybe in bringing Accelerate to your company, well, I'd love to speak with you. Uh, So you can learn more about Accelerate at my website, jamesmayhew.com. Now, we're going to get into the heart of this episode today. This is actually a part two. Um, episode today is number 36. And just two episodes ago, back in number 34, I talked with you about the devastating costs of unresolved conflict. So if you haven't had a chance to listen to that episode, I, I'd encourage you to go back and, and make sure you check that one out. Because today we're going to continue discussing unresolved conflict specifically focusing on how our behavior styles might actually magnify conflict, even as we think we're working toward the resolution. So let's just start with this understanding, this realization. Nine out of 10 times, conflict between two people starts with a difference of their priorities. And we have to understand that some people are very task-oriented, and while others are very people-oriented, and that's the two sides of the priorities. So A task-oriented individual tends to view conflict as a task to be resolved, right? That makes sense. You know, for them, it's a necessary step for growth to happen. And they approach it as an action item, like like literally something on their list of to-dos. So they're having some conflict with somebody. This becomes something that they need to take care of, and it becomes basically an action item. You know, what it doesn't mean is that they won't have any discomfort, right? They'll probably be uncomfortable with it. They're probably not looking forward to it, but they know they're wired to believe that instead of putting it off, 
that they're more likely to address it right away and let's get at it because they believe that it's necessary for growth to happen. So the task-oriented individual is going to jump right in and I'm going to go approach that. I'm going to, I'm going to resolve this conflict in order to move forward. Now, there are others who are more people-oriented. In fact, that's about two-thirds of all people tend to be a little more on the side of being people-oriented. So they really value relationships deeply. And as a result, they tend to see conflict as a broken relationship that needs repaired. What does that mean? Well, it means that before that they can do work or work well or communicate well with that person, they need to repair that relationship because at that point they don't they're, they're having trouble being around that person and this puts them in a very different mindset about how to approach it now see i don't miss this this is important you're probably never going to offend a task oriented person by approaching them from a people oriented position perspective Uh, If you treat a task-oriented person like a valued relationship, you're not going to offend them. You might annoy them. (laughs) I always tell people that. You might might annoy them. You might cause them um, to be a little frustrated because they have a task that they want to do. They tend to be very focused on that, obviously. And if the people-oriented person treats them like a person and asks them about how their family's doing or their vacation or how their weekend was, he's probably not going to offend them, but it's going to annoy them. And that's not always the case, but it certainly can be the case. And that's going to be a little more magnified, again, if there's a little bit of conflict between two, the two people. So what I said was, don't miss this. You won't offend a task-oriented person by treating them like a person, as in a valued relationship. But, but it's very likely you will offend a people-oriented person when you treat them like a task. This is such an important concept to understand. And the, 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 the person, remember what I was describing before, the task-oriented person sees conflict as a to-do. It's a task to them. The people-oriented person sees the conflict as a broken relationship that needs to be repaired. There is a break there. So we have to understand where are we at? What, what is my style? Am I task-oriented or do I tend to be more people-oriented? We actually spend a large part of my day or of the training day working with people to understand. That's the foundation, first of all. But here's four common ways that people view conflict through the lens of their own behavior style, okay? So we're going to break this down into pace and priority real quick. So the first style I want to talk about with you just briefly here is that some people are fast paced and task oriented and that person sees conflict as a challenge. It's something to them to be conquered. And even in some cases, they kind of find that energizing. They're not scared of it. They're not going to put it off. They see it as we're going to overcome this. Now, the second type of person is also fast-paced, but they're people-oriented, and they see conflict as a roller coaster of emotions. And depending on how things go, after it's, it's, we've had conversations, they may never feel the same about that person again. That's huge. 
Now the third type is, is now the pace is moving to the slower paced and the people oriented. So the slow paced people oriented person really wants to avoid conflict at all costs. They don't stand up for themselves well. And, and that's so they, they don't know how to defend themselves. They don't know how to defend the position or they don't like to. Uh, opposite of the very first type I described, which was fast and task. This person being slower paced and people oriented finds conflict draining. The fast paced task oriented person finds it energizing. Now, the fourth style that we'll talk about here, uh, people view their own behavior style through their own lens, is if they're slow paced and being a task oriented person, they take the position that they're right. They're, they're very calculated. They're very much into the data. They've done the research. You probably haven't outworked them on that part. So they think they're right, period. In other words, they're taking the position of I'm right and you're wrong. That if, so one of, you know, one of these four styles is probably you. It's, it's maybe you're a blend of those two things, but you're going to fit into you. In some cases, you're fast or slower. That could be a blend, or you could even have a little bit of a blend between task and people. But we use these four to at least create some sort of understanding about where do you come from and why do you make decisions at the speed that you make them? Why do you communicate the way that you do? Why do you build the relationship or keep people at a distance the way that you do? Why do you approach your work in a certain manner? Like some people just dig in and other people know we got to figure out the right plan and they're more methodical about it. And it's so easy to look at another person who's different than you and see their difference as, as the weakness. And that is the problem is because we see it as that's how they're deficient rather than seeing like, man, that's what makes you awesome. Huh? That's cool. So understanding your own pace and your own priority is imperative when we're talking about trying to create some sort of resolution to a, a difference, a disagreement, an argument, because that's how business moves forward, isn't it? We talked about this before. Business moves forward because we have to learn in leadership how to work with and through others. The only way that you can be good at that is by understanding your own pace and your own priority. So I want to give you a few coaching points today, right? I'm going to give you some freebies. Get ready to take out your, your notepad if you want, because this is important. So the first thing is I want, I, I coach, I teach, and I want, I'll come back to, I want, I want the people that I'm coaching leaders. I'm working with some really incredible people. I want them to understand that it's their it's their duty, their responsibility to take a posture that it's my job to understand you. So there's your first one. Take a posture that's my job to understand you. In other words, value the other person's perspective even when you don't agree with them. Listen. And so you're going to be asking yourself, am I trying to win here? Is that more important to me or do I want to move forward? Because you can't have both. And so if we want to like resolve something, Digging in and being competitive and wanting to win is not probably going to get it done. You know, when I'm training conflict resolution, uh, I mentioned this a few minutes ago, I'm, I'm going to put everybody, all of my attendees first through my understanding a human behavior model 
uh, which is which is based on the DISC model. And the goal of that is to help create awareness and understand your own style and then the other person's style. A lot of times when we're doing this in the training room, you know, people start to see like, man, that's why that's why they they think different or that's that's why they move faster than I do. That's why they're always saying, hey, let's go. And I'm the one saying slow down or vice versa. And oftentimes it's it's because they're thinking about their spouse or their relationships at home. And like, oh my goodness, like, like I'm opposite of my spouse or they're opposite of me, however they want to say it. You see, the goal again is to understand your own style and the other person's style, because we have to take into consideration that other person's behavior style before we move forward. If we don't, we're at risk of hurting feelings, you know, having emotions get charged or, or even out of control. And we actually inflame conflict at that point. So we've got to consider a few things about these different behavior styles. So here's, here's just four things again. Is the other person, is my perception wrong is, is what I'm basically saying here. Is the other person truly angry or are they just being intense? Hmm. Because that can be, that can be a misperception. How about this one? Is the other person really upset or are they just venting out loud based on my personality style and what their personality style is? Maybe I think they're upset, but they're just needing to unload to somebody. Hmm. How about this one? Is this person hurt and sulking or are they simply quietly observing? Because it can be confusing if we're just reading into our own perceptions and not understanding that some people sit back quietly and observe. And it's not because they don't want to participate, but they're, that's how they're wired. And then the, the other one I want to share is this one is the other person quietly fuming because they have their arms folded and they have their, you know, their, their, their uh, browser turned down a little bit, you know, like they're concentrating. Do they look, are they quietly fuming over there or or are they processing what's being said? See, if you're not sure and, and your perception is off, you begin to tell yourself a story about that other person. And that story could be wrong. So I just want you to remember that the goal is to move forward when we're trying to resolve and overcome some conflict, some uh, difference of opinion about strategy or how to move forward or who should do what. And we're not trying to prove how smart you are or why you're right or demonstrate just how competitive you are. That's not going to get it done. You know, as I mentioned before, in, in even back in 34, uh, conflict is going to happen. People have conflict. So our ability to teach healthy conflict resolution skills could make the difference between keeping or losing your best people. So with all that being said, maybe now you're starting to see this a little differently. And in maybe you're wondering, you know, wanting to know how you or your staff could be better equipped to deal with it. Well, again, I just want to tell you, if you want to talk more about that, learn more about it, what I can do to help your company, your team, yourself move forward, just te text the word conflict to me. My phone number is 319-929-2000.
2604. I want you to know it's not a texting service. You're just reaching out to me with a number that I won't know who it is because I, I, unless I have you in my contacts already, and it's going to say conflict, and I'm going to respond via text. And, or I'll try to call you, okay? If you don't like that plan, hey, send me an email, all right? Send an email to coach at jamesmayhew.com. Put the word conflict in the subject line. But if you would, like, give me the courtesy of giving me your name and your phone number so I can reach out to you. Conflict, guys. As we wind this this little mini series down, this two-part series down, is at an all-time high. We are in a politically charged environment right now. We have uh, a lot of things happening. We have this return to work, but we have shortages of things. The ability to understand yourself, the ability to understand others, this is what some people refer to as a soft skill. I don't think it's a soft skill at all. I think it's a human skill. I think it's an essential human skill. And it isn't taught enough. It isn't trained enough. It isn't emphasized enough. And that's why I wanted to do this little two-part series to just bring a greater sense of awareness to it. I have been asked to, to come into businesses or I have introduced it based on what I've observed. Hey, can we do a little conflict resolution training? It isn't goofy. It is very much what we talked about today. It's very situational. People walk away going, man, I wish I'd have known that years ago, <laughs> which is to my response of like, I know I felt the same way when I was learning this. But what we do now is we teach it and we make it duplicable and we get people um, to, to commit to it, like agree and commit. So if you're ready to agree and commit, I'd love to hear from you. Um, leading through values you know, is all about whatever it takes to create a high performance workplace. And sometimes when you're leading through values, you are going to have to do the hard things, the things that scare you, but you don't have to do it alone. We can do it together and you can figure this out and you can create that high performance workplace. I want to thank you for listening. You've been great. I can't wait to see you next time on the next episode. 